Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, uh, 5.45, 5.46, as we speak, PM, it's still the 18th of June, but this is the nighttime edition, did I share the shit that I did earlier, motherfucker, let me, let me see, if not, this will just be added on to the archive, um, yeah, I did. No, no, I didn't. I did not upload what I did this morning, which I'm, I guess I'm about to do right now. Let me just make sure everything is actually, I can't do that. I guess I'm going to have to wait unless I don't know why I didn't upload this. I guess I didn't upload this when I had the chance. But I will when the time comes. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. It is what it is, man. We back once again. Just some impromptu shit. Because, uh... The fuck? Uh, yeah, we're going to do an impromptu episode. Just, just, just off the top. Forgot today was Saturday. I, I woke up this morning, as I said earlier. Thought today was Sunday. Then I forgot that I had Friday off. And if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> my summer hours start on the 22nd. So starting the 22nd, I'll be working from 7.15 a.m. 
to 4.30 p.m. with Fridays off. So you guys know I'm setting up big shows for um, Friday and shit from now on. Summertime vibes. But yo, man, we got a woman. A woman is painting with her nipples. The paintings are raised are to raise $35 million. All right, let's, 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 let's listen. Fuck it. Let's listen. What's up? What's up? This shit. What's up? What's up? It's the painted bee. And I wanted to jump on here real quick and answer my number one question that I am constantly asked. What made me decide to start painting with my nipples? Well, I'll make it real simple. I love the ocean and I want to be a part of cleaning up the ocean. So I pick up trash locally and at the beach. Um, but I want to buy a manta boat. Uh, if you Google it, a manta boat picks up the ocean's plastic and the trash in the ocean. Um, they're worth $35 million. And I figured I bet you I could paint with my nipples and save that money to buy a manta boat. And before I die, I will sit on that manta boat and I will watch it clean up the ocean. I promise you, I will. With my nipples. Betsy, Becky. Boom. All right. <sighs> Just to start off the tomfoolery and the fuckery. <clears throat> now, I will say, at least the bitch has a cause. Like, I know that sounds terrible for me to say, but most bitches don't even have a cause. Like, if you ask bitches why they do things, for them, it's just to spur the moment. Like, at least this bitch, like, she has something in mind that she wants to do. I mean, her ways of getting it is typical. She's a bitch with titties. She's going to use her titties to paint. I don't. I don't get it. I'm lost. I don't understand. I really, I don't get it. That's my story. That's my why. Support it because it's awesome. And go pick up some trash today. Because that would make me happy. Thank you, everybody. I hope you have a great day. I promise you I will. Sure you will. You added that line to try and gain reassurance. This is almost as bad as the woman who was selling her farts in jars. Jeez. The White Knights will now come to defend the lady. How dare I challenge her intentions? That is fine. If you want to believe her and simp for her, be my guest and throw away your money, thinking it will pay for a $35 million boat. What would happen if a man did the same thing and advertised he was painting with his sausage? <laughs> if that man claimed he was going to save the whales with the money, he would be ridiculed and mocked. This woman is capitalizing on her looks. She is clever. She knows the power she holds over simps. There is no legal contract. You are only taking her word for it, just as millions have vowed until death do they part. They are quick to go against their vow. Amber Turd promised to donate millions to charity. It never happened. This looks to be an Amber Heard 2.0 case. Jeez. Yikes. Yikes. You know, speaking of Amber Heard... And I forgot that I had this I had this article on me for at least a week now. And I'm finally going to have a chance to uh, reiterate it without reading it. Because remember, a couple episodes back, I said I was going to get a natural reader. So I didn't have to like read ever again in life. I would just have machines do it for me since machines do everything else for us as is. So see if I still have this topic. I should. This is the Amber Heard fuckery. Um, apparently, she's getting back into, you know, the movies. 
she's not wasting any time either. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna select all. Let's see, select all. Let's drag this. All right, let me get rid of this shit. Boom, select all, cut. Then we go to our natural reader over here. Paste. Now let's go over this article. This is from uh, Amber Heard. Apparently she's getting back into screens. In other words, she's not reaping any real consequences, which I imagined. But uh, let's go over this real quick. If this loads properly. Amber Heard is not going through a good time. The actress lived as the popular jury in Fairfax, Virginia, ruled in favor of Johnny Depp in the trial they maintained for defamation. This situation would be affecting her professional career. The interpreter's career is now on standby. This implies that her professional jobs are also in danger. Warner Brothers did not guarantee the presence of the actress in Aquaman 2. Therefore, the actress was close to leaving DC Extended Universe, following the latest information. A similar situation already experienced by Depp. Casey Walsh reported that Warner Brothers held a meeting to decide in the coming days what will happen regarding the future of Heard and the well-known film. Finally, the company bet on continuing with Heard on the big screen. Not only that, Cinemask Comics gathers that the actress will count on even more shooting time. More screen time for Heard. The actress, who had an approximate time of 10 minutes of scene, will now see her screen time increase to a total of 20 minutes. The good reception of the film by the public would have been one of the reasons for the actress to continue filming. Although her participation time is still reduced, she will continue to be present in the world of cinema in the short term. Alright, so, <clears throat> in other words, she's feeling a little bit of heat from the situation, but she's not... She's not going to go hungry. I'll tell y'all motherfuckers that right now. And a lot of you guys, y'all were sitting around thinking that, you know, this bitch was finally going to hit rock bottom for all the shit that she's done. And let me tell y'all something. Um, in the industry, they play by a whole different set of rules. They play by a whole different set of rules. Bitches, in other words, bitches can essentially do whatever the fuck they want. They can burn a nigga's house down. I'm not going to give any names, give an example of that, but they can burn a nigga's house down and still have a career. You know what I mean? A man, and we're talking about earlier, we were talking about DJ academics and shit. And he did something 10 years ago that people have taken. Of course, only the people that dislike DJ academics, they salivate over shit like this. So they took a sound clip from 10 years ago. Now, I've addressed this shit earlier. I don't necessarily agree with it. But if you're in college, say you're 21 years of age, a girl who goes into a girl who goes to college. In a man's mind. He's probably thinking that, well, she's at least 18. He said 17, which was not a good look for him. But regardless, people should understand what he's talking about. See what I mean? So, today, nothing's much has changed. I mean, like, you look at the Amber Heard situation, and it seems like a big win. 
till you realize it's Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. This isn't uh, Amber Cumberland and 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 John Johnson. These aren't two people who are not known. So the circumstances are going to be what they are. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's continue to go through this shit. Cause like I said, we improving today, man. I felt like doing something now because I didn't want to really do anything later, like late night. Plus, if I really get heated up, we can go a little bit past two hours like I planned from last night. But let's continue to see what we have going on. A lot of vaporwave mixes. I've been um, up on my vaporwave. If y'all never heard of vaporwave, y'all should look it up. That's my shit right now. My jams. We got to look through some things here. Uh, wow. 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 Dennis, are you there? I just have a song. Give me love. Shout out Manosphere Highlights Daily, man. Go to YouTube, type in Manosphere Highlights Daily. Subscribe. We'll do so. Uh, and I said, Kevin is nice. I like Kevin. I think he will be a great friend. I am not attracted to you. Attraction is not a choice. Welcome to Manager Highlights Daily. We're still busy with our big project. So one or two videos a week for now. Thank you guys for supporting the channel. The super thanks, the PayPal, and the Patreon supporters. Salute! We appreciate it. In this video, we're going to highlight a great example of attraction not being a choice. I like this video because the lady in the video is not a beauty queen. Now it's time for us to dive into this and do what we have to do. Because we men and we. We men and we. The date itself was fine. Okay. Kevin was nice. He's, you know, he's tall, he's charismatic. Stop it right there. He is tall. You can't teach height. That's why tall guys have an advantage over short guys, because women are naturally attracted to tall guys. Would you prefer a tall, ugly guy or a short, handsome guy? Tall, ugly guy! Tall, tall boys are the kings, bro. Why, wait, look at the camera. Tell them why. I'm 5'2", and if I have someone my size, I'll throw up. Like I need. Shout out to Malik Snaps. Height is a symbol of strength. When a man is tall, he makes the woman feel safe. This is a woman's natural need, and that's why it's not a coincidence that she's going to be attracted to strong men. Men who make her feel that he will be able to protect her. She also said charismatic. In this case, she means the guy looks good. And to take it a step further, the man looks better than her. Looks matter, but check this out. So you're a walker on the... All right, let me see something real quick. Here's the definition of charisma, compelling attractiveness or charm that can inspire devotion in others. Charisma? Hmm? Looks? Does looks really have charisma? I mean, of course you're saying you're compelling attractiveness or charm, and that charm can be based off of looks. So yeah, there is a point of that to be made. So yeah, charisma can break down to looks. On the pole. Okay. Yes. Touch the side of your body. Stay there. Hey, 
<laughs> I don't think that the average straight man would be down for pole dancing. Girl, I was so nervous. I've never set a woman up with a bisexual man. Okay. I was so, so worried. She hooked this girl up with a man that's more feminine than her. And <laughs> we live in the twisted fucking world, don't we? Now, I know people are going to get mad that I said that. But let me sincerely say, I don't give a fuck. In a world where now women, black women in particular, have to date bisexual men in order to feel as if they run shit. Because they know that that bisexual man is going to have a lot of zesty ingredients. (laughs) That bisexual man is going to be very zesty. Very, very zesty ingredients within that man. And let me tell y'all something. <clears throat> the woman who's talking about who's attractive, who's not, trust me, she looks like a man. She literally looks like a man. And for her to say what is attractive and what isn't, it's, I mean, you, you, are, you are entitled to be attracted to what you want. It's just best to be attracted to something that you know that you ain't going to have to break your neck to try to get. You don't got to bend over backwards to get a bitch's attention that you're attracted to. A lot of these bitches, they do too fucking much. And that's why they on dumb TV shows talking about they fucked up pathetic love lives. Even works the pole better than her. I don't understand why in the blue hell you're going to set up a date like that unless it's for ratings. Let's take it a step further. So we talked after okay. the date. Okay. And he's a great conversationalist. What brought you to him? Work. Okay. What do you do? I'm a sex blogger. Ah, love it. I love it. I'm a great cook. I'm really? Because I don't cook. I went to the Gordon Bleu. Feed me. Uh, and I- you see that? The chick, by the way, and she just looks like a hot mess. I have to say this. Uh, black woman, dark and, and skin skin don't really have nothing nothing to do with it but i gotta stress this dark as fuck dark is beautiful depending on who you are and how you carry it so don't let the skin tone and colorism i'm not one of those people but she's dark as fuck okay she is dark she has these glasses on she literally looks like a man and what makes it worse is she has this this red lipstick and it's bright red it's very clown like clownish and of course you know the zesty man like i said it before the zesty man he knows how to cook he probably cleans too he does everything you know what i mean and and this bitch says well that's good because i don't cook of course you don't look like a goddamn man sickening kevin is nice i like kevin i think he will be a great friend there's nothing shocking about this why because attraction is not a choice this guy is full of feminine energy and this woman radiates masculine energy. The way she sits there talking to this guy, he asks, what brought you to Atlanta? Work. What do you do? I'm a sex blogger. This man is much nicer to talk to than this woman. She said she doesn't cook. Our last video was about Queen Latifah telling that four out of five black women are obese. And one of the biggest reasons this happens is because these women don't cook their own food. Remember this? Yeah, you ain't surprised at that. In fact, many of my women don't cook. And they go around saying, they think it's something to be proud of. I don't cook. They brag on it. Many of our young girls came on, came on, 
can't boil an egg, can't <laughs> do anything. And they think that's cute because we don't have mothers in the community anymore as much teaching how to cook. We buy everything out. So when we come home, we're tired. So it's easy to pick up McDonald's or some other kind of junk and bring it home and feed it to our children until our children get so accustomed to eat it, eating it that they don't even want good food. They don't want vegetables. Uh, we were talking and he like girled me a couple times. He was like, yeah, girl. You're so animated. Are you always like this? Girl, I am. I am always 100% like this. <laughs> Zesty. He's bisexual. Like, I'm not trying to label... I'm not really trying to be that type of guy, but like, what do you expect from a bisexual man? Why would you even agree to be hooked up with a bisexual man? Unless you just want, you want that, you want to have dominance over the relationship. So a masculine black woman is going to have more dominance than a feminine black man. It's a fact. Just like the, like feminine, like black, those, those black men are going to have more femininity than most black women. It's the truth. This man is in better shape than she is, and he is doing much better as a woman than she does. Mm. The foolishness. Because mm. you go on a date with him again? Like my girl parts didn't jump. Mm. You know what I mean? That's important. Correct. Her girl parts did not jump. In other words, he did not get the punani leaking because she is not attracted to another woman. She is not attracted to feminine energy. There's nothing wrong with not being attracted to someone because attraction is not a choice. But look what happens here. Yeah, it's it's a fair question. Yeah. Definitely. Obviously, I'm bad at delivering certain yeah. information, but I'm not attracted to you. This is a clip from the ultimatum. And in the preview... Yikes. Can we bring that back? That... You should see her face. Oh, my God. By the way, the video is called I'm Not Attracted to You. Attraction is not a choice. And this is by Manosphere Highlights Daily. I advise you guys to check out the video. Give it a thumbs up. Subscribe. But I got to bring that back. You guys have to see the video yourself. Like the look on her face. Oh, yeah. She's never been told that. She's never been told that. This conversation that Hold he up. had with her being attracted to someone because attraction is not a choice. But look what happens here. Yeah, it's, it's a fair question. Yeah. Definitely. Obviously, I'm bad at delivering certain yeah. information, but I'm not attracted to you. Oh, my God. This is a clip from the ultimatum. And in the previous conversation that he had with her, he basically told her he was not interested in a politically correct way. But she couldn't take no for an answer, so she went back to ask him why he was not interested. So now he tells her straight up, I'm not attracted to you. Look what happens. His ex and me look the most similar of anyone here, number one. Number two, I'm not unattractive. Number three, that's your reasoning why you don't see a future with me? Lies. Lip service. Bullshit. See that? See how women... It, it, see, this is just bitches... And it's not even to say she's good looking. She's she's really an average blonde white bitch. I hate to say it. The bitch is not that special. My ex looks two times better than her without makeup. Legit. Like I what the fuck? Like what gives these bitches and even that bitch, even that tramp wasn't special. But she looks better than this bitch that was talking, who has such a high level of entitlement. Because she's been dealing with so many desperate 
beta male simps that put her on a pedestal. So when a real man comes along and says, yeah, I've been with three of you before. You're not special. Oh, yeah, she's not going to feel that. And not to mention her funky ass attitude doesn't make her much better either. Women don't handle rejection very well. When women are doing the rejecting, it makes all the sense in the world. But when a man rejects a woman, there must be something wrong with this guy. Like she said, lip service, bullshit. Just because he isn't attracted to you doesn't mean you aren't attractive. But this low self-esteem and insecurities women have combined with this PC and woke culture doesn't allow women to learn what rejection is. And that's why women follow these misleading hashtags like believe all women because they don't want to be held accountable for their actions. Just believe me because I'm a woman. Get the hell out of here. I want proof. I'm not really believing that story from you because if well, you're so direct... We have a week to do this. We have a week to figure right. out who we're going to so live with. I would be like, hey, here's how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't want to come off rude, but... It's just not going to work with you and I, but you just... I feel like that's what I said last night, though. He's like, bitch, I told you this already. Bitch, why are you still bothering me about this? Didn't I tell you I'm I'm not attracted to you? Like, didn't I already tell you this? (laughs) Like, why are you still here? Why are you in front of me? We'll make a separate video about this foolishness because this lady immediately wanted to cancel him and label him as an asshole just because he rejected her, not realizing that he has every reason to do so. One more example. Hi. What Hi. You're reading? Uh, yeah, I was actually reading. Um, I, I ship out in a few days, so I was just reading The Art of Strategy. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, so actually I'm a... All right, so people who don't understand this clip, I think I played it multiple times. I think he's like bioengineering. I want to say bioengineering. He's going to get into it. He's a high-level nigga. Like, and, and, and I say nigga respectfully because it's a black guy, but you wouldn't know because how he sounds, he definitely has a more, uh, how can I say this, universal tone. I'm not saying he talks white. He has similar to what I have at times. We have a universal speech where we, depending on who we're around, if we can fill out the audience, we know the type of people we're dealing with. I deal with young, disrespectful degenerates. So I have to speak to them in a certain tone for these motherfuckers to understand me. I'm not coming on here with, with, with a fucking pipe cigar. And, 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 I'm not doing all that shit. Fuck that. Right? This guy, he's... He has a more universal tone to his speech. And amongst hood booger black bitches with nothing to offer, they'll look at him as a square. But we're going to go through something. One second. Hold on. A nuclear physicist for the Navy. So nuclear physicist. Let's see something. Oh, my God. Guys, the salary of nuclear physicists in the United States range from $22,000 and $88,000. What the fuck is going on here? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Between $22,000 
589000 with a medium salary, with the median salary of 106000 Okay? Let me see this again. Now, the salary of a nuclear physics in the United States range from, like I said, 22000 to 589000 with the median salary of 106000 um, the middle, 57% of nuclear physicists make between $106,000 and 266000 with the top 86% making $589,000. It's a lot of money, okay? These bitches don't know what the fuck is going on here. These bitches done fucked up big time. Oh, I, I do that in a few in a few days. <clears throat> the square, the educated lean, the nerd, Carlton Banks, the dude that always does his homework. He's always on time, a straight-A student, speaks proper English, never breaks the rules, and always plays by the book. Hmm, what's wrong with this? Well, let's take a closer look. Nice. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, man, where do I start? Uh, I like, uh, I like martial arts a lot. I did, uh, a bit of pharmacy, uh, back when I was a little bit younger, about two, three years ago. I got certified at pharmacy around when I was 17. Um, I didn't really do anything with it. I went to university for a while. I was getting like a business degree. So I have a bachelor's in business. And then I did, um, pharmacy for a little while for about three years and then got bored. So I was like, uh, let's go see what the military has to offer. Didn't do anything. Um, got my, I did my PiCat about a year ago. Got a 96 on that. Did you see that? Did you see that? Take a close look at this lady's body language. My, I did my PiCat about a year ago. Got a 96. Well, all right, let me tell you guys. All right, what she's doing. Typical black bitch shit. Rolling her eyes. She's not interested. It doesn't give her the tangles. You know, he's not a thug. He's not out on the block. He's not serving any rock. So this bitch ain't interested. Like I said, hood booger black bitches with nothing to offer. And when and when guys talk about all this shit about, oh, well, you know, it's all about black love and we gotta we gotta be strong and we gotta stick to get fuck all that corny shit. Because if a black man is actually trying to do his damn thing and he ain't in the street corners and he ain't out here fucking with nobody, he's not going to be looked at as 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 a high commodity to a lot of these dysfunctional bitches. And if a black man goes along with what these black women say, then that black man will never be anything. Respectfully, I mean, a nigga that's doing shit by the book. We know how these goofy ass bitches are. But see, this is the question I got to ask. Why is it that y'all don't give a fuck when a black man is educated and when a black man is going to school and staying out of the street corners? When y'all bitches go out there and go to school, y'all making a national broadcast like we as black men give a fuck if you educated or not. Let me be honest here. Because I get tired of this shit. Oh, yeah, the black man who goes to school, he's a square. Black bitch who goes to school, oh, she's about her money. She's strong and independent. Oh, okay. Y'all can't have this shit both ways. And I think a lot of these bitches, they want unrealistic characters. 
They want a college nigga who's who's from the hood. They want this is what they want. They want a combination of a college nigga who's from the hood, who has his own business and pushes dope on the side. And he has the capability of being strong and taking position, but not being too aggressive or abusive. That's what bitches claim to want. Reality, they don't know what the fuck they want. And these hood boogers, like, and I don't, I'll have to correct myself eventually. It's not that I don't promote um, interracial marriages. I just don't, I don't care about it because, like, I, since I've I've came in the game just fucking with white bitches, it, it's not it's not much of a it's not much of a culture shock to me. Rather than a nigga who's just from the hood, never dealt with white bitches, or better yet, just a black dude <clears throat> who may be from the hood, but who doesn't participate in the hood, or he has his, he has his own activities that he likes to do, and because of that, he's sort of put on on the on the back burner, and he's put on the back he's put on the back end because. You know, he's not doing the street shit and nothing like that. Those guys, your best option is to go out there and find whatever makes you happy. You chase these hood booger black bitches, you'll end up shot like trouble. Rest in peace. You end up like another black man dead over over a black bitch. And, 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 and the story continues. Won't be the first, won't be the last. Typical shit. But these bitches are obviously not interested in this man's education, in this man's military background, another woman would be just completely head over heels, not not genuinely turned on, but at least intrigued. She would be interested. These bitches aren't, they don't celebrate education unless they're the ones who are educated. They don't celebrate careers unless they're the ones who are educated from the career. They don't do shit because they're not about shit. They're gossip hounds. They're whore hounds. These are reckless heifers that we are dealing with, respectfully. Does this look like the Punani is leaking? Looks more like the Punani is drying up and was never wet in the first place. Once again, this man is not ugly. And in this case, this man has built himself a pretty good resume. So what's the problem? Now I ship out in a few days. Okay, nice. Well, best of luck as you ship out pineapples. Yeah. Why? Because he literally didn't tell me any qualities about himself. He's just like, I made a 96 on this. I did this. And that, and that, you know what's funny about that clip? It reminds me of just women. She's like, what does a woman really tell you about her? You ever wonder that as a guy? Like, and why is it so important for her to know everything about you as if she's someone who's already figured out? <clears throat> Have you ever wondered that? Like a bitch, a bitch can tell you or a bitch can ask you all of these invasive questions, right? And you have to answer them. But when you ask her a question like, what's your relationship with your father like? All of a sudden it's World War Three. Oh, you oh, you don't need to know all that, really? Bitch, you don't need to know what I do for a living. You don't need to know what car I drive. You don't need to know where I live. Bitch, you don't need to know shit about me then. Because bitches will come in and try to learn everything about you off top. When you ask a bitch one question, 
And, and, and it's usually that question. I, I always tell guys like, yo, you really want to get under a bitch's skin or if you really want to know about a woman, ask her what her relationship with her father's like. If she claims to never know her father or if she claims her father was locked up or her father was this, her father was that, that is an automatic red flag. And see, if women were smart, they would do the same thing to the man when it comes to their mother. But women aren't smart like that. They don't really think ahead like that. They only think about the things in their mind that's in front of them. Money's in front of them. Looks is in front of them. Status is what's in front of them. What can they capitalize off of the most? The women, and I, and I can do this very quickly before I end this, uh, this actual video. Women who can capitalize or women who tend to capitalize off of a man's looks. Although it's the most materialistic it's still based off of a man's physicality or a woman's physicality so that's still a good thing money is of course the worst thing that um women typically benefit off of because they typically do the things to get the money they do the things strange for the bit of change then you see the women who actually elevate themselves from it what bad baby whatever her name is she, she's like, what, a fucking millionaire off of that shit? Selena Powell, another bitch that was on OnlyFans for a hot minute making millions of dollars? So what do you think that's going to do? Okay, now you see bitches, young bitches listening to this. They're seeing these young whores come up. They want to be just like them. What do they start doing? TikToks. Then once they reach that legal age, now you can't do nothing to save them. They're on their own. Now they damn near selling pussy via electronic. You know, they're, 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 they're electronically selling pussy. This is electronic, legal electronic prostitution. Legal electronic prostitution. Okay. And I feel like I did that at first too. But however, I need a man with some personality. Personality, she says, but swag is what she means. Alright, so I'm gonna end the video right there. Cause let me let me break something down to you, right? <clears throat> swag doesn't exist. Now this this may this may offend a lot of people. Swag does not exist. And in the sense of, and I want people to really think about this, as a man, regardless of what race you are, it don't matter. Swag is what you find that can define you. It's not the, it's not it's not necessarily a particular name brand, a particular shoe company, a, a, a particular shoelace. It's 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 your essence on what you make it. Okay. Growing up, I was wearing button-ups, you know what I'm saying, ties and shit, regular jeans. I wasn't wearing no dress pants or nothing like that, but I was wearing ties, button-ups. That was my style. I don't give a fuck if a nigga's feeling it or not. I'm not trying to get with niggas. Respectfully. So who gives a fuck? Like, the next man's whatever style... See, that's why guys fuck up. They always chase 
to what bitches want. Oh, well, you know, off-white. Oh, those are the new the new trend. I better get a pair. Like, dumb shit. Like, it don't make sense. You sort of find, you find who you are, but that just goes around, that just goes along with being an individual and in turn being original and being authentic. There's too many people copying motherfuckers. Bitches just spend their entire lives copying one another. In some cases, there's not, there's not, there's no original bone in most of these people's bodies, bro. Because a bitch, a bitch will only sit back and see what the next woman is doing and seeing how she's making money. If women, if all, if a majority of women started stripping, like majority of entertainers just decided, hey, the music and the movies aren't working out. I'm going to start stripping. What do you think these bitches are going to start doing? See, everybody, every man out here could be like, I can't even come up with a, a real example of it. Like, let's just say every man became more athletic or, or played more sports. Like, all right, basketball, football, shit like that. I still wouldn't do that shit because I'm not a fan of sports, nigga. So I, like, I wouldn't give a fuck about it. But with certain women, they feel that they have to follow the direction of others. It's like the hive mind mentality that these bitches have, like, And a lot of people will talk about, oh, well, you know, this country is so divided when it comes to race, when it comes to politics. I believe it's more divided when it comes to gender. Because you got one gender, and this is two genders we're talking about, people. One gender, which is men, who, whether men want to admit it or not, have essentially been taught or been pressured to be monogamous or be a one partner type of guy. And those guys are essentially the ones who fall by the wayside the most. Meanwhile, bitches live a more polyamory lifestyle where they can just go out there, hook up my body, my choice, contraceptives, birth control, et cetera, you name it. But they'll still get pregnant, still blame men, still criticize men. Raise the child to criticize, man. Even if it's a boy, you raise a male to pretty much be a beta male wimp. And uh, if it wasn't for me just roaming the streets as I grew up and really just not really getting into trouble, but doing more, you know, doing more shit I wanted to do. To really learn about consequences and repercussions and shit and how to handle it like a man, you know what I'm saying? And, and not be a bitch and not be a pussy and, and, and not, you know, fall by the wayside, you know, trying to chase something that somebody else wants me to chase or chase something that somebody else is trying to attain and not be in my own fucking lane and not, not know how to navigate my own fucking route. Because like I said, you can't drive from the passenger side. Can't drive from the passenger side. That's like I said. That's the problem with these bitches. They 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 want to sit passenger side of your car, right? They want to tell you how to drive, tell you when to slow down, tell you what music they want to listen to, tell you where they want to go. Bitches ain't contributing gas. They're not even dropping valuable pussy. They're not doing anything meaningful, respectfully. Respectfully, of course. 
That's just the truth. He made a crucial mistake when she asked him, tell me about yourself. When you talk to a woman, avoid talking about work, cars, sports. These topics don't make her punani wet. You have to give her something she can take home to the sisterhood. So if you're going to do something like a speed date, your appearance is essential. He didn't look the part. He's 27, but he looks 16. He was reading a book that most women would never read, and he didn't make her curious at all. This video doesn't bother me at all because attraction is not a choice. However, you can do certain things to boost this attraction. You can do things that make you more attractive, but don't get mad if someone isn't attracted to you. So what makes me kind of weary about this is why would you then want to do things to attract that woman? See, it's all about understanding why you shouldn't do something, right? If a guy like him is going the route that he's going, wouldn't you celebrate him going that way and not dealing with that woman? I mean, no offense, but the woman just looks like an average black bitch, if you ask me. I have a problem with seeing a lot of these average-looking black bitches um, talk shit about men constantly when they don't even have too many feminine qualities to attract the black man who they're actually attracted to. Hello. Most niggas is realistic. There is a poll. Matter of fact, let me see if I can find this. I probably won't be able to, but this is a newer, this is my newer fucking YouTube channel <clears throat> that I have no choice but to deal with. Um, but the real, real Femme Sapien did a poll that I commented and said that I was going to mention it in the next episode. And it was a very interesting poll, not really a surprising poll. It's something that I usually talk about, how basic men truly are as human beings. Realistically speaking, how basic men are as human beings, very basic human beings. Now, it doesn't mean that we are basic bodies or or basic uh, basic motives. A lot of us are different. We're very, I understand it. But boy, if I can find this poll, it'd be great. If not, I'll have to uh, do a little search here. Um, real. Oh, Christ. Real. Femme sapien. Femi sapien? Is it femi sapien? Femis sapien? I don't know how the fuck you say it. Um, I wanted to see if she has this poll up, and I think she does. All right, men. Who would you choose for a long-term relationship? And once again, shout out to Real Femme Sapien. Real Femme, Real Femme Sapien. R-E-A-L-F-E-M. S-A-P-I-E-N, okay? She said, men, who would you choose for a long-term relationship? And it says the following. An 8 to 10 out of 10 woman with a stank personality are a adjustable 6 with good vibes. Now, 98%, <laughs> and this is a total of 5 point, um. 5.3 thousand voters for this one. 
the adjustable six with good vibes completely annihilated the eight to 10, right? 89% said an adjustable six with good vibes will outweigh an eight to 10 with a stank personality. What does that tell you? The jig is up for a lot of you, great. See, a lot of you bitches that are good looking but goofy, a lot of guys are waking up to the fuckery. We see these crack fiend looking bitches. We're seeing crack fiend looking hoes getting makeups, uh, makeup, uh, what do they call it? Makeovers, they call it. These skanks. They get these makeovers and then they come out looking like like they just getting ready to go to the club. Bitches look like straight fiends beforehand. But we all know the makeup shit. That's that's of the devil. No disrespect to those women who have makeup. I'm not saying anything too personal or at least something that you've never heard. I'm sure you've you've heard tales of makeup being considered witchcraft. And I do find it funny. Matter of fact, let's look this up. Because they got they got witch they got they got witches now. Oh boy, this is gonna be bad, man. Y'all This is gonna be bad. Why some oh my god. Why some black women are turning to witchcraft. Ladies and gentlemen, I told you I told you from the very fucking beginning, right? This is what I this is what I explained from the very fucking beginning. Bitches in general are out of pocket. They are completely disconnected from whatever spirituality that they find themselves in, whatever God that they that, that they don't believe in, they're going to hell because of. Okay? These wicked bitches, all right? This is from Vice News, so you know these these liberal masterminds have have came up with a way to illustrate black women as now turning to witchcraft. So we're going to play this just so I can chop this up. I'll make this red pill related. This is going to be comical at best. I honestly believe Jesus was one of the most toxic relationships I've ever had in the entirety of my life. You shouldn't keep... See that right? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, 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 no. See how the wickedness starts, my nigga? Hold up, hold up, hold up. You see how the wickedness starts? I honestly believe Jesus was one of the most toxic relationships I've ever had in the entirety of my life. What type of shit is this bitch on? Oh, hell no. She needs to repent right away. We need to get her, we need to get her a Bible. We need to get her a Bible from every continent. Bitch, you're going to learn different languages. Bitch, you're going to break the Bible down in five different languages, bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? These are some wicked bitches, man. I'm telling you, this is some wicked behavior, man. This gets very wacky. You shouldn't keep your magic in the dark. Like, this is your soul. You need to share it to the world. Let it rain on me now. So be it. So it is. Yo, this thing. Yo, we're about to have. Oh my God. I'm about to fry these bitches, man. I'm about to fry these bitches. That's all I'm going to say. 
I was a super Christian. I was raised in the church. I was a worship leader. I'm like singing all over the place and touring over here and crying out to God. How many times have I prayed to Jesus to show up for things that were actually needed and he didn't show up? Melissa Whetstone grew up as a preacher's kid, but 12 years ago, she left the church. She says the community felt toxic and she didn't feel a personal connection to Jesus. Hi, how are you? I need the frankincense and mercy is here. She eventually discovered Lukumi, a religion that was brought to Cuba by enslaved West Africans. It's just a beautiful thing to be a part of. It's a beautiful community spirit. You're learning and growing with other people. So I really love it. And see, look, let me tell you what's wicked about these bitches, right? So I already know how these niggas rock. They 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 don't play. So they they believe in like there's spiritual people in which I consider myself, but then there's people who generally believe in the spirits of the afterlife. And all they believe in spirit worship. So they worship that spirit. I acknowledge the spirit being there. That's not my realm to, to reach as a human being. That's what I believe in. These motherfuckers, they, they go beyond and they talk to the dead. They do all types of shit, animal sacrifices. You, you think this shit is a game, but this is what random retarded bitches are doing. Imagine what these famous bitches are doing. Oops. Black folks have left the church in higher numbers over the last decade than ever before, and younger generations are even less likely to affiliate with the church. But many young people are still seeking spirituality, and some are reviving traditions from Africa and the Caribbean through practices that connect them with their ancestors. Tarot and astrology. This is my bovida or my altar. A few glasses of water. That's just for my specific ancestors who watch and look over me. I have liquor that my uncle likes. You know, gotta make sure he's still getting lit on my side. <laughs> I feed them. I talk to them. I spend time with them. Like this is my place to be. So, can you talk about some of the differences in what you study now? to what your relationship was with Christianity then. What are you getting out of Bakumi? I get answers to my prayers. That I tell people that all the time. Like, when they're like, what's the difference? I'm like, because my prayers are answered. Like, that's one. When I come to my altar and I pray to my ancestors and I actually take my time to cry out, not only do I get responses, I get physical manifestations and answers. You were born into a household where your dad was a pastor? Yes. How is that relationship with him now? And how did your family react? I'm the black sheep of my family. I love my family to death. They love me. But we don't see eye to eye. They're like, girl, you're going to hell. You're going to burn. And I'm like, facts. Facts. Okay. That's how that works. There's nothing worse than a godless woman. I want y'all, there's nothing more wicked than a godless woman. 
a godless woman. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that the bitch got to go to Bible study or nothing like that. And me personally, I don't I don't believe in any churches or nothing like that. It's not about the building. The book tells you that. So why the fuck? But I don't want to go into that. <clears throat> but religion to me is kind of like, eh. I can acknowledge everything from it without being there. Because I am who I am regardless of what building, what group, or who I even deal with respectfully. So I never got tied into that. And I knew in the same aspect, I can agree, there's a lot of fuckery that goes on in churches. Y'all niggas know about these Creflo wants some more dollars, TD snakes, Eddie Wrong's dead ass, little little, little dead faggot, <laughs> dead faggot preacher. <laughs> I don't feel bad for saying that either. I feel righteous. I feel like I, I feel, I feel righteous to just express that you had famous faggot preachers molesting and fondling these young boys out there somewhere down south. Where Eddie wrong from? Eddie Long bitch ass. Matter of fact, let's look him up. He's our piece of shit of the day. <laughs> piece of shit of the day. Eddie, Eddie Long. <laughs> Little Batiman. Little Batiman. Little fruit. This guy's a piece of work, man. I'm telling you. Eddie Long, American pastor. Eddie Lee Long. Oh, man. Eddie Lee Long was an American pastor who served as a senior pastor of New Birth Missionary Baptist Church, a mega church in an unincorporated De Calib County, Georgia, okay, Atlanta, from 1987 until his death, 2017, okay? Now, he has some corruption along with him, man. He has some accusations against him, doing some dirty work, very sloppy, very sloppy, disgusting, despicable, despicable work. But yeah, this these are the type of guys <clears throat> who the older generation, they won't see as anything wrong because they're not really connected to shit. They don't know what's going on. And I think a lot of us, black youth especially, grew up in that church atmosphere, and I wasn't digging that shit. That didn't take away <clears throat> whatever relationship I had. <sighs> I needed some of that green tea, man. I'm high as a motherfucker. We about to still get... <laughs> We about to still get into the rest of this video before I end this shit. Cause I wanna I, I wanna I want I wanna hear more about why some black women are turning to uh witchcraft. And I'm not making this shit up. This is from Vice Life. This came out a year ago. Like if I was gonna burn, I'm pretty sure we will be burning together. 
ironically, it is often because of that kind of religious conservatism that people move out. Dr. Yvonne Sherrod studies African and indigenous religions. Oh, Jesus. A lot of these religions came to the United States after the Middle Passage, after the period of slavery, like uh, other immigrants, they bring their cultures and their religions. But because when they come to the United States, they're often met with hostility, they tended to be uh, secretive. Can you talk about the role that social media has played? Because especially if we're talking about the younger generation, they might not be as dedicated to being ordained and, you know, kind of doing all these rituals. But if I go up and down my timeline, now everybody's a witch. Everybody's burning sage. Prior to the turn of the 20th century. Listen, listen, yo. Yo, men, fellas, brothers. Or maybe some of you, maybe some of you white guys, y'all like y'all like the y'all like your dark meat. Y'all like y'all like your meat a little darkened. It's all good. See, I don't judge. I fuck white bitches, so I'm I'll be the last person to judge, but y'all niggas need to start picking up on code, man. Moon child and all this. When you hear bitches call themselves that and shit and and uh, Wolf Lady and all these other crazy, crazy ass, retarded, um, <laughs> esoteric names, bitch. You, you better, you better steer clear from these bitches, man. These bitches ain't playing. See, I used to laugh at this shit, <clears throat> but then I noticed that there was actual, there was a real community of these bitches who really be- believed themselves to be witches, and in a lot of cases. Even with faith and religion, it's really just about the belief and and how a man or how humans faith in something can be very powerful. You know, we see that with religion, you know, people, people believe in certain things. And because of that, they choose to walk a more righteous path. Or you have other people on on mostly the opposing end, people who don't believe in religion or who don't believe in spirituality. And they want to do whatever the fuck they please and believe there's no consequences. And then more people, more so now than ever, I'll say there's always a gray area in which that is humanity as a whole, where motherfuckers are capable of doing good things and bad things, given the circumstances and the situation at hand. You know what I mean? But, you know, bitches, you know, this whole wicked shit and witchcraft and all this. I mean, it's not really a surprise. I just think that how it's blatantly brought out there, most of us as men don't bring it up. I don't know why. Maybe it's a fear, like we're going to get the curse put on us. I don't give a fuck about all that. I'm black, nigga. I'm cursed. I'm I'm born cursed in this country. And I'm not even saying that as a victim. I'm just saying that straight up. Because there's black people who are successful who still have that victimhood mentality. Look at these black celebrities. They're talking about, oh, we want our own award shows. We as a people deserve it. Nigga, we don't give a fuck about no award shows. Ain't no award shows put more gas in our fucking tank. Isn't no, ain't, ain't no award shows giving us better job opportunities. Ain't like these motherfuckers give a shit about what we do for a living. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers be on the same old bullshit, man. And wonder why they in the same situations. 
Then you go a step beyond, you be like these crazy ass moon child, wolf women, uh, creatures of the moonlight type whores. These bitches are off. These bitches are off the charts, man. Sickening. They utilized the internet or whatever media was available in order to be spiritual entrepreneurs. They would sell goods and services. They would treat clients and so forth. With the coming of the digital age, and in particular social media, I really feel like younger people are grabbing on to some of the digital trends where they can sort of brand themselves as practitioners. It's a kind of identity to be a part of this. So the internet and social media has certainly helped to popularize it, um, but I really do feel strongly that this is something of a movement in that young black people, they are reaching back, they are recovering that which is ancestral, but they're doing it in their own way. So do you want to light the candles? Should we do that? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna actually carve <laughs> my sigils in the candle, because it's up in here. Majori is a 29-year-old fashion designer living in New York who practices witchcraft. Bitch in her late 20s probably can't find a man. Not surprised. She casts spells with a coven of other young witches. Oh, jeez. We're making um, money jars. So we're adding different herbs that manifest prosperity, money, success. I feel like, you know, Hollywood and like in the movies, they kind of like gave this idea that, you know, magic was scary. And it's like, is this scary? <laughs> it's, it's not. Would you consider this your religion as opposed to being Catholic? Yes, definitely. Divination is my main form of like spiritual practice, but being Catholic too, it still like resonates and there's like some roots in there. I feel like Catholicism is extremely witchy. I mean, drinking the blood of Christ. I mean, you know, the whole step. She has a good point. <laughs> Once again, I'm not saying, I'm saying these bitches are out of pocket because they see themselves as witches. Now, their rebuttal to a lot of things that deal with religion is quite interesting because there are some valid points being made. That being said, these bitches are still shot out. Ackerman, that's a ritual. Like, it is witchcraft. <laughs> they just don't want to call it that. I just feel like we kind of need to get rid of that taboo mentality of, like, this is something that is, like, evil or, you know, harmful, because it's not at all. It's the complete opposite of that. Do you feel like in the last five to ten years or so that that is happening? Because of social media, there's a huge surge of giving a light to the divination community and like witchcraft and everything and people are now being more vocal about their practice and being more comfortable expressing themselves and showing their craft and i think that's very beautiful this is ultra magica or crystals coming out of the broom closet so i have majori the punk priestess here in the flesh fucking these look at these these fucking bitches bro these fucking broads man this shit is just out of pocket. And what's sad is the chick, the black chick is cute. She's really cute. Unfortunately, she's a witch. Who the fuck? Like, come on, guys. Like, we, we really got to think about this for a second. So we have today women that consider themselves witches. Okay. I've never heard of a nigga claiming to be a warlock. I've never heard of it. Never. 
ever in history or in life. Now, I've heard people throughout history, certain people that I'm not going to mention because I don't even want to bring the name and just the spiritual manifestation onto the podcast, respectfully. But these bitches are shot, dude. This is this is some next level shit. And it, what's bad about it is you can see how they 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 probably lure in, you know, a couple of these, you know, fucking retarded, goofy, lopsided, dilapidated ass bitches. You know, whatever they do, which sacrifice chickens. I don't know what the fuck these bitches be doing. Crazy. For many young spiritualists, the online community has replaced the one they might have had at church but without the strict mandates that come with other religions. It's free. Man, fuck you. We gotta get this, we gotta get these ads up out of here, man. I'm not the type of witch that likes to subscribe to rules. I just do whatever it is I please. If it doesn't fit the spell, I will improvise. It is what it is. I feel like the rules, it's like oppressive. We need to have, you know, the the system, you have to be a certified, like, tarot reader and it's like, I want to like dismantle and get rid of that because that's not what healership really is you don't that's why we're here <laughs> that's why we're here you don't have to subscribe to these rules because like who's telling you these things it's, again like have your own independent thought that is what divination is I'm just holding it So today we're in Southfield, Michigan for the Detroit Hoodoo Festival and dozens of spiritualists from around the country have come together. They all practice something different under the African traditional religious practices, but this is significant because 20, 30 years ago, these things were done in secret. So now they're gathering here at this hotel behind me for classes, workshops, there's vendors, and they're all just here to celebrate this new birth of spirituality. I want to thank everybody for coming to the uh, first annual Detroit Voodoo Festival. <laughs> and uh, first up, we have Detroit Voodoo Festival. Shout out to Detroit Voodoo Festival. A wonderful, powerful priestess, someone who really has a working grasp of the spirit, a working grasp of the tradition, the working grasp of how to facilitate and create change in your life. So please, if you would, welcome my sister, a powerful priestess, Missy Fayette. Y'all, first of all, thank you. Yo, yo, typical, out of shape, out of style, out of pocket black woman. She's shaped like a goddamn, she's shaped like a goddamn dryer. Shaped like a washer-dryer combo. You know the washer and dryer combo that's stacked on top of one another? That's what this bitch is shaped like. Very walkie twisted shape. This bitch is shaped like a fucking... She, she, <laughs> she's shaped like a gallon of bleach, man. What's wrong with these bitches, man? It's Melissa's spiritual mentor in the Lakumi faith. The Bible is the biggest spell book known to man. We just don't know how to use it. Ifa was initiated into Lakumi four years ago, but has been practicing divination through tarot card readings since the 90s. So what was that experience like 20, 30 years ago, reading tarot cards? We knew all of this stuff. They call you root people, root workers, conjure people and things like that. So it was taboo. It wasn't as it is now. 
that was a no-no. You would come after church when the lights are out. You would come at night and you know get your reading or whatever work you need done. But it wasn't out like now. You would go in New York and Central Park and you got a table full of everybody reading. 20, 30 years ago when you were doing tarot and things in secret, could you imagine that in 2021 you'd be at a Detroit no, Guru Festival no. teaching a class? Now, I will say this. The person that started to do this, to take it out on the road, a lot of spiritual people were against it. They were like, no, it's going to bring a lot of negative. It's going to make spiritual people look horrible. But we still did it because people now have a hunger. How do you see these traditions and these religions evolving in the next five to ten years? I see that more and more people who study this are seeing the health benefits, the mental health benefits, the healing benefits of religion and spirituality. It may not be conventional. It may not be what your your parents did, but it's really this is something that I think is going to grow, and it might be uh, more broadly accepted because it works. Let us be sun drenched and beaming, anointed. Let it rain. Oh, nah, 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 nah. We're going to have to pray for Jesus. We're going to have to pray to Jesus to forgive me for playing that. That's wicked shit. We're going to get down with that. I, I've been saying this shit from the beginning. All The only thing that's been happening for like the past, what, two or so years since this old piece of shit got into the White House, right, is all these bitches now, oh, we're all independent. We're all one. And they, they tried to say the election last time was just an example of how black women can come together. And it's like so fucked up that black women come together for like their own destruction, their own deception. They've, they've came together and said, you know what? Because like I said, most of, these, most of these motherfuckers aren't educated when it comes to shit. They're going to sit back and do what the fuck they told. Because that's all these motherfuckers are good for. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody finna stand out and do anything, say anything of any importance besides say, oh, it's me, uh, victimhood, uh, oppressed, uh, racism, uh, uh, discrimination. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm done with that. Believe whatever the fuck you want. They had a lot of literature and a lot of shit that went against, I would say, mockery of the church. You know, and I, and I find that to be a little out of pocket from these little fucking retarded ass goofy bitches, goofy ass, go, goofy debt demon, goofy debt demon dysfunctional trash. Respectfully. But yeah, you know, this is just a random a random occasion that I just go through random videos. We're only an hour and 20 minutes in, so we'll go through a couple more videos because, like, yo, why the fuck not? This may be the new wave for y'all dysfunctional black hoes. Now y'all can go and do Wicca, witchcraft, and do all this other shit. Y'all can, y'all can be a part of, uh, you know, your, your true oppressors, which I'll, I won't get into that. It's not that type of episode. But anyway, a divorced single mother says dating is the same as the housing market. Let's hear it. Just wondering if anybody else has noticed how similar the housing market and the dating scene are today. All the good ones are already taken. Um, 
all the fixer-uppers, they require way too much time and energy to even invest. And then the ones that are freshly on the market, they're just... This bitch is listening to Ku Klux Klan music, so whatever she's saying is completely irrelevant to me, respectfully. I don't know if she's listening to Rascal Flats, whatever these country boys are, these pick a nigga, hang a nigga type of music. I, I can't, I can't respect it. Looking for the easiest offer. And we all wish we could go back to the ones we walked away from when we were in our 20s. Lots of time and energy, you say. I looked at your nails and knew you were high maintenance. Of course you wish you could go back to your 20s. At that age you were desired by men because you had looks, youth, and fertility. You said you walked away with a shit-eating grin on your face. That says it all. You rejected men back then. Now the tides have changed against your favor. Men are now walking away from you. Now you have hit the wall, are divorced, and have children. I know this because I have done another video on you complaining. <laughs> what did you expect would happen being a divorced old woman with children? Roast. Sounds like you need to find an apartment. Roast this bitch. You will not have to fix anything. They will do it all for you. Just make sure you get one that allows cats. You are going to be wanting those in the very near future. That's what I'm talking about. Straight to the point. Straight to the fucking jugular. The Lone Wolf Channel. The Lone Wolf Channel. With, with, with just... Precision level, this this sharpshooting with precision. Okay, ripping the target apart. What else we have? I, I'm 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 digging the energy. I want him to completely roast and annihilate these old whores. Roast and annihilate. Okay. Let's continue. Let's see what we have here, man. I remember I was at this guy's playlist before he had the Lone Wolf episodes. We went through a lot of them, but there's still possibly a couple more that we haven't went through. Um, what is female hypergamy? I mentioned hypergamy a lot. I may have actually broken down hypergamy a lot. Um, mostly, mostly due to the fact that it's always addressed especially in a lot of red pill content when it comes to relationships and women and where they go after a relationship. The interesting thing about this is depending on what she has within beauty is the opportunity she has with hypergamy. That should be basic, right? But this is always important before I play this because I could go to introverts versus extroverts, but I've done that in the past already. And technically, I've already went through hypergamy as well. But women slam into the wall, mother. All right, let's see something. Hello. In today's episode, we will be covering the topic, the wall. 
When a woman hits the wall that means that she has reached the point in her life where not only is her physical appearance beginning to deteriorate, but her fertility windows have all but closed, meaning that this woman is becoming an increasingly undesirable choice for a potential mate. This usually happens to women in their late 20s to mid-30s and, if the woman in question, happens to be single, hitting the wall makes it increasingly more difficult for her to find a man to date or for marriage. While it may be true, there are some fetishists out there that do enjoy chasing after the older women. Most of the men that fancy themselves cougar catchers are usually young men in their late teens who go after women like this because they... Yo! Yo! That's it, bro. I'm finished. Cougar catchers? Is, is this a thing? Cougar catchers? Really? Hmm. Cougar catchers. Well, that's something new. I got to hand it to him. Cougar catchers. They're stunting. Cougar catchers. As they are drawn by the overall sense of desperation that usually hangs around these women much like blood draws sharks. They know that these women will be a very easy score for them. They have no intention of ever fully committing to these post-wall women. A woman's greatest asset is her looks, youth, beauty, and fertility. Once those start to fade, she is fighting a losing battle. Modern medicine and science have allowed women to hide the effects of the wall. However, smart men are no longer falling for the tricks. She can't keep the act up forever, and eventually you will wake up next to a horrific sight. For that reason, many men don't have any interest in women. They know she's just putting on a show. It's not the real her. Once the woman slams into the wall, desperation and panic sets in. They know they are running out of time and must quickly find a man. I personally have seen this many times. I have even had women inviting me out. The panic they have is very cringe-worthy. A woman has the advantage in the beginning half of life, while men take time to establish themselves. Some women have great genetics and age better than other women. There is no specific age for all women to slam into the wall. But even an attractive 40-something-year-old woman is not as desirable as a 20-something-year-old woman. Men are not attractive in most cases until they get older and establish themselves. By the time they hit their 30s they have lots of life experiences, money, resources, careers, etc. I personally noticed a big difference around age 35. I am currently 39 and to this day I am still adjusting to the power dynamic change. It is quite humorous that the men get the last laugh. Post-wall women oftentimes will overly love bomb a partner they find. I have even had ex-girlfriends that were buying me things and taking me out paying for everything. You are like a piece of meat, and they are the wolf. They want to drag you back to the wolf's den, and have you put a ring on their finger. Don't do it, gentlemen. Even with modern technology and surgery. Many men are not buying it. Some women boast that they can get their career and start a family in their late 30s or early 40s. Yes, it's true with fertility treatments some women can give birth after hitting the wall but fertility falls off a cliff in the 30s and the chances of miscarriage and birth defects increase dramatically. I don't advocate for marriage or having children. Those men that do wish to pursue those things, 
would much rather find a young hot 20 year old instead of a 38 year old. Makes sense, right? See, women forget about that. See, they only think about themselves and that proves it, right? They say, well, there's a way they can freeze their eggs and all this other shit, which is, by the way, like I think something under $10,000, if I'm not mistaken, something of that, right? Like over 10 or under 10 with that. And it's not everywhere. You will, you will probably have to travel in order to get that procedure done. She never says to herself, well, by the time she reaches 30 or 40, what guy will she find that will generally want to have a child with her? When she can, when that guy can simply just go out there and find somebody younger who can actually have the activity and the event with a younger, more attractive woman who can possibly be a better mother, can be a healthier mother just because of her conditions present. Come on. Women don't think about that. And that's their fucking fault. That's because, like I said before, it's like it's like getting into a vehicle. A woman will get into the passenger seat and try to tell you how to drive. Stay in your place and stay in the passenger seat area. Don't reach over to the radio. Don't fuck with the windows. Don't fuck with the AC because, bitch, you ain't putting no fucking gas money in the whip to, to be messing around with all the gadgets and whatnot. Just sit back. Relax. Any women will party it up. They have the time of their life from high school until early 30s. Slut. Only then do they start to panic when they notice a gray hair or a crow's foot starting to develop. They didn't have the foresight or ability to think ahead. They rack up a massive body count and only in the final hour do they seek a man for long-term commitment. <laughs> what do you think about this Uncle Arthur? Good evening, you filthy animals. By the time women slam into the wall, not only are they losing physical beauty and fertility, but they are also losing attention and validation. They no longer have men approaching them, their DMs start to decline, they no longer get likes from high-value men. This affects their mental state and causes great depression. They also suffer from the effects of all the exciting men that abandoned them. These men that she was with in her twenties gave them the tingles and were thrilling. These bad boys were intoxicating, but they never intended to ever commit to them. She desperately tried to lock down the bad boys, but she failed every time. So because they are so depressed, they often result to overdosing themselves on medication. The end result is a crazy Karen. Additionally, when they hit the wall, they often have kids in tow. Men don't want to raise another man's children or be a cuck. Mm. So when she approaches cook. you in her 30s, she is cook just settling, you likely are not her first choice. Mm. She can't do better, and you are the best option she can find. Mm -hmm. Deep inside she is miserable. But the clock is ticking. Tick, tick, tick. Each waking moment without a man she feels like a failure more and more. <laughs> no man wants a worn out damaged woman. Men want a young hot woman in her early 20s. Why would men want something every other man has already had and threw away? Now, think about it like this also. If you're a guy who's only seen in your prime, and I've always brought this up, and it's always been a question that's been on my mind that I've wanted, I wanted to address in a more mainstream level, right? When you as a man find out that 
you have to put in all of that work, put in all of that effort just to gain these simple minded bitches attention. Do you feel accomplished? Because I'll tell you one thing to get to a point, And it's similar to what Tupac said before. When he went to a club maybe a year and a half before he got signed and before he became known. He walked in the club and he he explained it. He was like invisible. Nobody wanted to be around him. Nobody gave a fuck. Nobody noticed that he was there. But once he got a buzz, once he got a career... He went back to that club, right? These bitches couldn't, couldn't, couldn't keep their eyes off. And he explained it in a way of how can a woman or how can people look at somebody, completely ignore them, but then just because of a song and just because of credibility, that person becomes just irresistible to women. And it has everything to do with looks, money, and status. Now, the looks may have not, Tupac's, Tupac's been Tupac. Besides, like, the Digital Underground and Thug Life Tupac, those are two different Tupacs, respectfully. Yeah, it's the same person, but the image and, and from what the era was at the particular time, that's what it was. You feel me? So, <laughs> it just reminds, it just reminds you as a, as a man that, with a lot of women today, you're not really anything. If if you if you top or if you max in looks, or if you max in money, or if you if you max in looks, then you can have you can essentially have your way. All you got to do is have some wordplay, a little charisma to go along with the looks, and you in there. If you just have charisma with with minimum looks, but you make a good amount of money, you play more as a target to these bitches. See, they'll gas you up and make you believe that you're 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 bigger than what you actually are because they know how to feed into your ego. And see, bitches learn how to pimp niggas. And I'm not saying this to, to say that men have just been blatantly been like male prostitutes in that sense. I mean, they've been pimped as in they've been fooled by a lot of these women. You let these bitches gas you up, and now you out here, you know. Trying to start a strong arm motherfuckers over some pussy. Despicable behavior. Toxic. Has no value. Think of it like a car. Men want a car that is fast, shiny, with a high revving engine that has great suspension and handles well. They don't want a car with ball tires, a crack dash, bent suspension, leaky engine, worn out ball joints, chipped windshield, and roached interior that smells like a raccoon carcass. Women have little to no ability to do anything for themselves. They must use men's sexual nature against them in order to survive. Even so-called independent women use their good looks and sexuality to live life on easy mode. An average woman can bat her eyes and get jobs, flirt with police to get out of speeding tickets, and coerce friends and simps to fix her car and help her move. When that ability starts to disappear, women are, understandably, alarmed. A look at statistics shows that single women, over age 50, have the highest poverty rates in the U.S., They haven't used their youth to secure a man to rely on financially, and are far too old to ever attract another one. 
Although all women eventually age out of their ability to manipulate men for fun and profit, they are never prepared. The following are five signs that a woman has hit the wall. 1. Complaining where are all the good men? When women get old, around age 30-35 depending, they realize they can no longer compete with the bright eyes, smooth skin, and shiny hair of younger women. In a panic, they start scratching around for a bailout, the mild-mannered good man that she never looked twice at when she was in her prime. At age 30-35 plus, women can't rely on their beauty to keep a steady stream of sexy rich men around to take her on dates and trips. The nice guy is her eject button off the cock carousel and into a comfortable life as a suburban housewife. Yo, hey, yo, shout out to these niggas, man. The Lone Wolf, the Lone Wolf channel, man. These motherfuckers are out of pocket. I've I've grown up. I just wanted to bring this up randomly because it just it just hit me. It just dawned on me. So I've I've grown up in this. I've grown up in this area in this neighborhood with a capital N. I grew up in this neighborhood for for uh, many moons. All right, and I've and I've grew up in an environment where a lot of people who are on the street wouldn't be welcomed with open arms say 10 15 years ago there's a lot of different people of different walks of life and it's not just a racial thing but racial racially speaking as well and just remembering like like 96 and like how shit was like 96 96 to probably like 2002 was crazy Cause it was just a lot of wild niggas. It, it was a lot of wild niggas. And like I said, a lot, every, everything, everything that's out here now compared to what was out here. Like I said, 15, even 20 years ago, chaotic. A lot of people would not be roaming freely up and down these streets respectfully. And it's a good, it, in a way, it's good that things aren't how they used to be. But at the same time, there's still like a lot of out of pocket shit going on out here. <laughs> there's still a lot of out of pocket shit going on out here, my man. Most of these people and and I've said before, like out here, most of these niggas can't drive. You know what I'm saying? Like most of their shit is fucked up. Cars be all tore up out here. Niggas can't fucking drive out here. Just a shitty neighborhood. But anyway, yeah, bitches fuck around. They're, they're, they're. And that was my little side rant. I'm sorry. I'm just in my car talking into this phone, but I'm still observing my surroundings and whatnot. It's got a lot. I got a lot of weed on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got a lot of weed on me. About to light this this joint up, but like, yeah, bitches, bitches in there. Like, it 
it gets to a point now where it's like late teens, a woman's on the cock carousel. She's graduating high school. She's going into the, she's going into college, university. She's going on the cock carousel. Some of these women are wild enough to have trains ran on them. If, if you, if you allow a bitch to talk, she'll expose herself. You know, you can just ask, hey, what, what was your experience in, in college like with guys and possibly other women? Oh, they'll tell you a lot of stories. Yeah. Because that 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 experience for her is just a representation of her doing what she wants. She's doing what she wants. And she don't give a fuck about who who judges her at all. But when she gets to that point when she she's starting to reach 30, she may have friends that wasn't on the cock carousel the way that she was. You know, they had their little fun. They had their little hookups, but they still chose to settle down at just the right time. Right before 28, if not 28 max. Boom. That way they have, I would say, three to five years to have to have a child. If they're smart, most of them aren't. That bitch who, who's, who's been just giving it up, she's going to start to look back as she gets closer and closer to 30 and just have thoughts of disgust. She's going to have complete thoughts of regret and then disgust. She allow herself to be put out there sexually. So these these guys are going to take pussy that's handed to them. Damn near on a silver fucking platter, because that's how bitches get down today. Especially if you have looks, you got a charm to you. They're going to want to connect to you instantly. And what's their best way of connecting to man? Throwing some pussy. Throwing some pussy. Best way. I mean, how else, how else can you, how else can modern women impress a guy today? See, because bitches don't really think about men to begin with. They only think about themselves. That's why the expectations are so high, but their personal standards and values are so low. Bitches don't, they can't equate and they can't, if they, if they would have to equalize what they are worth to what they want, they would immediately understand that it's impossible to get what they want. They would have to quote unquote settle, but in all actuality, the guys who are approaching them are the guys who are genuinely settling. But with that being said, that can be the same, that can be the same way of thinking where it depends on the typical, the guy who's, who's actually being approached or the guy who's approaching. Simps are always going to be out there chasing bitches. So regardless of a bitch hitting the wall or not, that's not the thing. Or a woman will will never be lonely. See, a woman can be single, but a woman is typically never lonely. Now, if she reaches her 30s, her options slim. Her options become slimmer, but she can still get an opportunity to hook up with guys. She's just upset because she's not finding that connection. Two, bragging about getting hit on. Women get hit on constantly because men are always trying to get laid. This happens dozens of times a day, from the time women hit puberty, 
until they stop looking appealing, as they age. A teenage girl is used to receiving male attention everywhere she goes, the mailman, the guy at the pizza place, dudes at the mall, etc. It's a common part of her day, like checking her phone, and hopping on Instagram. It's so normal, she doesn't even think to mention it, unless the man is exceptional creepy, which simp- Hold up. I'm gonna play the rest of this, I have to get something to drink real quick. I had to turn this car on, so when I open this door, my vehicle won't turn off, but I'll be right back. It means unattractive to her. When a woman starts bragging about men noticing her, it's because that stream of attention has slowed to a trickle. A woman who brags or complains about getting hit on wins twice. She received attention from the man who catcalled her, and she gets to be the center of attention again by telling the story. 3. Dating Younger Men From puberty forward, women are attracted to men with resources, good looks, and social status, which translates to older guys. Freshman high school girls date upperclassmen with cars and social status, ignoring the scrawny, pimpled boys her age that ride bikes to school, and aren't physically mature enough to make the football team. As young women, they'll date the manager instead of their fellow broke interns. Women never look at younger men, until they hit the wall. Around 30, men start to hit their stride, in terms of looks, social status, and money. A 35-year-old man is the most confident, handsome, and successful that he's ever been in his life. As such, he's more desirable to women than ever. Many men this age choose to date younger women, as it is completely natural. The younger women want a man with a nice car, a bit of money to spend on nice dates, and the maturity she can look up to. That leaves 30-something-year-old women out in the cold. Men their age are chasing 22-year-old women. Unfortunately, this is at the time that a 30-year-old woman understands that she is running out of time. Many women in this situation reach down to the younger men, who are also left out, because women their age prefer older men. When a woman in her mid-30s, or older, starts robbing the cradle, sexing down young men, that's when you know that she knows it's over. 4. Falsely claiming men are intimidated by her success. This is rubbish. Men aren't intimidated by successful women. Women that think their career in human resources and Toyota Corolla are scaring men should wake up to reality. It's not her bachelor's degree of arts that's turning men off. It's her nasty, overbearing attitude. Men don't like grumpy, controlling, masculine creatures that women who think they are smart become. A grown man has no reason to be intimidated by the physically weaker, smaller, more emotional, less logical human being such as a woman. 5. Claiming the wall doesn't exist. This is the most obvious delusional statement of the post-wall old lady. It's obvious to everyone that her looks are gone, or waning, and her ability to attract men, at least the men she wants, is diminishing every day. If she is not married, the woman can't bear to acknowledge this plain reality. Instead, she'll deny what her own eyes and everyone else's can clearly see. Men flirt with me all the time. She'll protest. See number two. 
I get asked out more in my 40s than I did when I was 20, she'll falsely claim. Horny teenage boys shooting their shot, and pervs at the gas station don't actually count as men asking her out, but it's polite to simply nod and smile, as not to destroy her already damaged self-image. In conclusion, the wall conquers all. That was very insightful, Uncle Arthur. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. <laughs> Be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. It will help this channel to grow and get the message out. All right. So we about to we about to get ready to end this shit off. <clears throat> so about to say I know we close to two hours, but we just shy of ten minutes, so we might play one more John. You know what I mean? All you niggas in Jersey, certain parts of New York, I believe, use that term still. As a nigga in Jersey, we still use John. You know what I mean? We still use John in Jersey. So, to continue this, as we will, we might as well go through. Should we go through another video from? Uh, let's 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 branch out a little bit. Let's branch out a little bit. Let's see what's out here on these YouTube streets. We're on YouTube territory. Ah, uh, let's keep going. There's a woman about to eat a full watermelon. And I don't, a black woman, of course. And see, this is, this is just coon, coon life. This is just, this is coon lore. This is what, this is what people look at as entertainment. Black folks cooning out, doing it up status. Uh, I don't want to end with a Reddit story because you know how those shits be, man. I don't know, man. We might just end this shit because I'm, I'm going through this whole thing. Smart men know why minor women are undateable. Life after. Go fuck yourself. Fucking weirdo. Real good at sugarcoating shit, so let's just jump right in here. I'm not real good at sugarcoating shit, so let's just jump right in here. I slept with a lot of fucking people. Wow. Not proud of it, but it happened. She's making it seem like it's not a big deal. Yes, it is a big deal. Slut. Hi, I'm a whore. That's what. That's what she. She was just better off. And let me just say this respectfully. Um. She was just better off stating the fact that she's a whore. That's all she had to really say. She didn't have to break it down the way that she did. Of course, you're not going to be proud of it unless you're making money off it. Granted, if the bitch was making top dollar off of it, I bet you she wouldn't have that much guilt. But let's bring it back again because this is great. I like it. This is great. I'm not real good at sugarcoating shit, so let's just jump right in here. Slash. I slept with a lot of fucking people. Mwah. Not proud of it, but it happened. She's making it seem like it's not a big deal. Yes, it is a big deal. It ain't just happened. It was her decision to sleep with a bunch of guys. That's what happened. And I will be damned if I have any kind of regret or feel shameful Slut. for how much sex I've had. Mwah. She's going to regret it as soon as she realizes she can get the man she wants. As we all know, the kind of man she wants are not going to marry someone who's been around the block. That being said, she can always get a beta, but she's never going to respect him. Beta. 
The woman who made those choices had no self-worth. She was scraping for any kind of attention. She was using her really messy divorce as an excuse to drink heavily and fuck a lot of dudes. Didn't she just tell us a few seconds ago that she had no regrets? Yeah, that's real shit. If any of this resonates with you, I want to make sure that one part sticks out. Acknowledge the excuse and don't feel fucking shameful. We all have a past. She belongs to the streets. I know everybody has a past, but your past behavior is a useful marker for future behavior. If you get with somebody like this, there is a good chance that she'll cheat on you. For you guys who still want to be married, she's not going to be a good wife. How many guys have you slept with? Uh, no. Come on, I just, I really want to know. I don't want to tell you. I mean, we're, we're talking, we're being open. Like, I swear I won't get mad. Swear. You promise you won't get promise, mad. Promise, swear to God. How about this? How about we say our number at the same time? Like on the count of three? Count of three. Ready? One, two, three. 135. What? It's not even necessary to multiply that number by. This bitch said. (laughs) (coughs) Yo, just imagine. Just imagine. That as a genuine possibility that a woman can at, can remember even even like to me if a woman can remember over 50 bodies 50 to me that's that's automatically a red flag this bitch said 135 so it's just that bad uh, seven. That's wait, wait. it. Excuse me. Say that again. One hundred and thirty-five. She belongs to the streets. Well, yeah, I slept with a lot of dudes. Uh, yeah, you did. One hundred and thirty-five. You know what's funny about this? Five years from now, she's gonna wonder why nobody takes her seriously. She's gonna wonder why she's only good for a one-night stand, and this is exactly why. Yep. And at that point, it just goes into a little text thing. We're not going to go through all that because I don't feel like reading that. 733. <coughs> I'm high as hell. <coughs> I don't fuck around and smoked. I think like two two joints from this episode. Still smoking this one right now. But yeah, man. Hopefully y'all have gained something. We've we've just went through a random one. Just for the Saturday evening, close to the nightfall. It's been a pretty nice day, weather wise. About to just go in the house and do what my heart and mind desires, which is play video games. But you guys already know what time it is, man. Um tomorrow, Sunday, we're gonna do something more structured, but at the same time more relaxed. So I'm going to have to get into my research bag and come up with a creative topic that I would like to speak on and then make it a thing for Sunday. Will I call it service? Will I call it Sunday service? The Crimson Capsule Chapel? Sunday's Crimson Capsule Chapel? I may have to do that. I may have to do that. All right. But you guys already know what the fuck it is, man. Jersey Judah.
Red Pill Party Podcast, the Chapel of the Crimson Capsules. No, the, the Chapel of the Crimson Capsules. Okay, the Chapel of the Crimson Capsules. And tomorrow we will have the Sunday Crimson Capsule Chapel service. That's a lot to say. I'm going to have to come up with a more creative name when the time comes. But until then, in the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, signing out. Peace.